Welcome to the Market You Online podcast. My name is James Brown. All you creators out there, listen up. Marketing online is tough. I get it. I'm here to help new and not so new creators reimagine their online strategies and finally live the life of their dreams. If you've been struggling for a while or you're just getting started, welcome. Welcome to the Market to Online podcast. Welcome back, friends. The title of this podcast is Dream Killers. What to do when they come for you. In case you didn't figure it out, today we're talking about feelings. And there are a total of three steps to handle dream killers. Step one is to recognize it. Step two is to reframe. And step three is to resume. This is a longer podcast today. I need it. You need it. And I think we all need it. So let's just dive on in. Step one is recognize it. It has been found that desire and dread are produced in the same adjacent regions of the brain. And the chemical dopamine induces both of these emotions. And this is why when we think about the things we desire, it is so easy to produce these emotions, such as dread and fear and anxiety. We all have 100% success overcoming our fears. It's a normal part of life. Everyone feels it. If there is no fear, then there is no courage. Think about almost anything you've ever been afraid of. Got it? Were you able to overcome it? Sure you were. Over at goop.com, there was an article I read about the five steps for overcoming fear. And there, they describe a tool called the reversal of desire tool. I'll link to it in the show notes. You may all find it interesting too. In the article, they describe how to take control of fear. So go give it a good look-see. We have all overcome some crazy, scary things in our days on this earth. So why do we still fear the things that bother us? Another thing, too. It turns out that we do not need 80 to 90% certainty of success to make decisions about whether to move forward or not. Not even close. Instead, we only need as little as 65% certainty, much, much less than once thought. It has been found that the best way to get clarity is to move towards the object you are pursuing, and this is particularly true regarding our goals and achieving them. People get confused between goals and strategy all the time. I know I do from time to time, and I would bet some of you do too. I won't tell. A goal is about the outcome, and strategy is about how you're going to get there. You can be committed to a goal with a strategy getting flexed as you need it to so that you can get it done. There are three things that help. Number one is knowing your why. 
Number two, those are baby steps. I call them mini goals. And number three, community. You know, support of others. Those who are looking to achieve their goals too. The second step is reframe. Doubt, specifically self-doubt, is something we as humans must overcome all the time. It visits us at the most inopportune times, right? It causes us to ask ourselves stupid questions, questions that cause problems and prevent us from performing well. Questions such as, I'm not sure I have the resources. Do I have what it takes? Do I have the capacity or the capability? Do I have the money? Do I have the time? Do I have the ability to achieve this goal and succeed? Of the three emotions, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, this one, doubt, is the most deadly. This is the one that lets you think you're all good early in the day, and then about 9 p.m., after a long, hard day, self-doubt creeps in. It's when you start second-guessing yourself. You know what I'm talking about, right? This coupled with our close friends and family members asking those hard questions too? Like, are you sure you know what you're doing? Or, do you really have the education to do that? Or the time? Or the money? Or the talent to do that? And this can lead to the formation of limiting beliefs. But the problem with beliefs is that we'll often confuse them with objective truths. Limiting beliefs show up as if they were the truth. And this often turns into what we all know as imposter syndrome. These emotions all appear to be quite negative, and we surely don't welcome them with open arms. However, if we just shift our perspective, these emotions can indicate that we are on the right path and headed in the right direction. Even though it may seem like it is the very opposite of that. And they also indicate that we are in a very important zone. Which one, you may be asking? The discomfort zone. There are three zones in which you can set your goals. The first one is the comfort zone, which feels the most doable. You know, the one that you like to be in. But the problem with the comfort zone is that it tends to not be challenging enough to captivate your imagination or compel your best execution. Then there is the discomfort zone. Here's where we feel fear, uncertainty, and doubt. It is a little bit scary, that's fear, and where we're not sure we can accomplish it, now uncertainty, or if we even have the resources to pull it off, self-doubt. And then finally, there is the delusional zone, and we definitely don't want to be there. This is where we have those crazy, grandiose ideas about what we can accomplish. When thinking about setting goals, we may want to go right up to the delusional zone and then dial it back just a little bit. 
So we land squarely in the discomfort zone. Because the truth is, nothing great ever happens in the comfort zone. These emotions of fear, uncertainty, and doubt are sort of like your own personal welcoming committee of the discomfort zone. So embrace it. You have to persist in spite of these emotions. They validate the importance of what you are pursuing. If what you were doing or want to do was insignificant, you wouldn't care. You wouldn't feel these emotions, right? When you are in the discomfort zone, you're emotionally vested because it matters. One thing about emotions, too, is they make you feel something. When you imagine what success looks like to you, it becomes a driving force and it helps to propel you forward. These emotions, both negative and positive ones, are preparing us, you and I, for peak performance. And here we are, step number three, resume. At the end of the day, you just have to do it afraid. Just do it scared. No matter how much we want to, we just can't wait until we feel confident. That would just be a mistake. Too many people just wait, wait, and then wait some more until the fear abates and they begin to feel a sudden rush of confidence, and then they'll do it. In reality, though, you'll be waiting a long time before that happens. Courage precedes confidence. Many people think, once I'm confident, then I'll be courageous. That's wrong, and completely opposite. They look the same on the outside, but courage and confidence are very different on the inside. When you're being courageous, you're doing it scared in spite of the fear. When you are confident, it's because you've already done it scared. And after doing it a few times, you now know the outcome and you can feel a bit more confident. Like riding a bike for the first time, you can't wait for confidence. You have no reference to base it on. But you can be courageous. You can take a leap of faith. Sure, you may stumble, but in doing that, you learn. Then you learn more. Eventually, you're jumping on a bike with ease, unaware of your previous struggles. Feel the emotion, notice it, and move forward. John Acuff said, The arrival of fear is not an indication to stop. It is an indication to keep going. And fear is an indication that you are on the right path. Jim Rohn speaks of the law of diminishing intent. When you get excited about something, whatever that may be for you, but you put it off, over time, the excitement begins to wane. Similar to what I coined, going beyond the shelf life of your dreams. Food has a shelf life. They stamp a date on it, so you know what it is. But our dreams, our precious dreams, well, there is no stamp to let you know 
you're getting close to losing your dream. You wake up one day and it is just gone. When you learn something new from a course, a book, a conference, or a class, and instead of acting on what you've learned immediately, the odds of you ever doing anything progressively gets less with the passing of days. And this is the law of diminishing intent. Over time, it wanes. But there's an antidote for that. It's called LEAP. LEAP stands for L. Lean into that change with expectancy. E. Engage with the concept or the issue until you achieve clarity. A. Activate. Do something. Anything. You have to take action. And P. Pounce. When the best time to do something is now. Don't wait. Waiting feels safe, but it kills dreams. Nothing will undermine your dreams like waiting, waiting for certainty, waiting for all those emotions to go away. The good news, though, once you do take that first step, once you decide to take action, those emotions lose their hold on you. Then later, you will find yourself looking back and asking yourself, what was I so afraid of? And we make it bigger in our minds. I want you to ask yourself this. What is waiting for you on the other side of your discomfort? The next time you confront fear, doubt, and uncertainty, do this. Leverage the steps we discussed. And if you can persist through the discomfort, the reward will be worth it. Remember, these are not negative emotions. They just seem to be. They're uncomfortable, yes. But if you can learn to embrace these emotions and let them be your friends, if you can let them work for you, they will give you an edge, particularly against all those people trying to accomplish great things. Let your competitors get stuck. They have their own emotions, too, to deal with. If you can embrace these emotions and lean into them and make them your friends, it can give you the edge to accomplish great things. Give it a try. Go and make your dreams come true. Another podcast has come to an end. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Until then, my friends. No matter if you're new to online marketing or a struggling veteran, keep coming back, where you will learn how to develop your online strategies so you can achieve the success you desire. Please click on the subscribe button or inside the podcast app you're using, click follow so you will not miss even one exciting episode. You've been listening to the Market to Online podcast, where we help new and not-so-new creators reimagine their online strategies and finally live the life of their dreams. Thanks for listening.